Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. In this episode of Listen by Gene Ginsberg, I welcome one of my partners, Angela Giles, and we talk about strategic planning for 2020. And we also discuss why it's important to take a look at your accomplishments in the previous year, why businesses should have strategic planning in their business, and how do you do strategic planning for the next year. I hope you enjoy this episode. And today we are talking about planning for the new year. We're in the beginning of the year and this is something that I'm doing right now in my business. We have Angela here. Angela, share a little bit about what you're doing for your planning. Absolutely. <laughs> to me, planning for the next year is critical um, in November and December. And I want to share with you why, Jean. And I also want to share with you something that I find fabulously interesting that I've noticed over the last two years. So I always used to think that, you know, December was kind of a throwaway month in terms of business and business planning for the next year. I kind of sort of was like, well, yeah, I'll do it. And I would write down some goals. You know how it is. You write your new year's goals and like you work, work on them for like, you know, 30 days max or 45 days. And then they kind of go by the wayside. Have you ever had that experience, Jean? Yeah, absolutely. And I can talk a little bit about my experience with, with strategic planning, um, but go ahead, please share your experience. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I was just like, whatever. And so I have a, a business um, with my business partner and we started a business about three years ago. This is way before I met Jean. And she told me that December was her, always her best month. And I'm like, wow, why? And she said, you know, cause she's really big into psychology and, I, and she basically shared with me, you know, people are spending money, it's the holidays. And they're also looking at, oh, why, what's going on with the new year? You know, what do I want to do with my life, my business? So their wallets are open. They're psychologically open-minded to spend. So you can, so sell and your competition probably thinks that people aren't going to spend because they're spending on other things, but it's the exact opposite. So, um, when I, I listened to her, I'm like, okay, so the last two Decembers, um, have been our best months ever of the, of each year, like incredible results. So when she told me that, she also taught me how important it was to strategically plan for the next year or at least the first quarter. Um, and so that is what we started doing. And our first quarter has been also been some of our very best months financially in our business because we strategically planned. We planned out what our packages were. We planned out um, what we were going to be selling, how we were going to be utilizing our time each day, literally like time blocking things. Um, and it has made a huge um, difference in our business and not only um, the finances of it, but I will tell you, Jane, just in like the whole emotional aspect of like you have your stuff dialed in. So when other things in life happen, you already have your business dialed in, you already have your plan dialed in. And we also included in our plan downtime too. And I even included my plan now, and this really helps um, with strategic planning. Um, like life shit that happens, excuse my French, but you know, life happens. So I have like four hours a week that's just like open in my, 
calendar for when life happens. And for as a woman, that's really important to me because things are always going on. And so I'm like, if my kid gets sick and I have to take him to the doctor, I know I have four hours open in my schedule that I can move things around. It's not going to affect my business. So for me, strategic planning is not only from a financial standpoint, but from a productivity standpoint, but also bringing in all other aspects of life has made a huge difference in my business and in my finances and in my own emotional outlook as I look at my business. So Gina, you may have something entirely different, but for me, it makes a huge difference in, in my business and in my life when I strategically plan in December for, for the next year. I absolutely agree. Uh, and I'll share a little bit about how I got into planning. Um, but the one thing that I did want to mention, and I think that a lot of times we as entrepreneurs, we forget about this critical piece. And that is looking at your accomplishments for the previous yes. year. Yes. And I think that we, and, I, and I'm guilty of this too, um, because we're so like, go, 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 future, let's make plans, you know, let, and then we forget about what we actually did in the past year. And it's kind of like this psychological thing where we're like, when we look at the stuff that we actually accomplished, like we, we have this like positivity because it's like, it's not just like, Oh, we didn't, you know, we didn't get the goals that we wanted, but we actually did, you know, and of course we might not always get the goals that we want because we set goals and they might be, you know, they, we might be, they might be stretch goals and whatnot. So, I mean, every time I go through my, uh, through my goals, you know, there's things I accomplished, but things that I didn't, but looking at what you actually did accomplish, I think is so critical from, you know, having this like positivity when you're going into strategic planning. And so I do that every single time. Um, and I do that actually several times, I would say, uh, even like once a month, at least I look at my accomplishments of what I did in the past year. Um, do you want to share some of the accomplishments yeah. that you've had in 2019? Yeah. You know, that's an awesome point that you bring up, Jean. I, I want to go back and I share a lot about my other business partner, um, just because she's a big part of my life and it's my main business. So I want to share with you something that happened with us that is, wow. So just talking about that, Jean. So when we first started our business together, we literally came out of the gate, all organic, no Facebook ads, um, as far as the program with a program. And we did a six figure launch and we worked our can off, like literally worked our can off to do that. And we, you know, throughout the year had um said wow we spent it was it was just too much work and it wasn't that's not the kind of business we wanted we wanted a business where you know we were much more in flow like we didn't work as much but now that you said that and we looked back at that year and we said you know we did really really well coming out of the gate and we we patted ourselves on the back it changed the outlook for us it made us feel so much better and it, it's like when we dived into a new project, when we looked at that from a different lens, we were positive. It was super exciting and it gave us some, some just like kudos and, and um, to slap ourselves on the back kind of thing because we looked at that year from um, before like, wow, we worked really hard and it was a lot of work and uh, we don't want to do that again. But when we looked at it from a different lens, like you said, Jean, we actually were like, wow, we actually accomplished quite a bit. And it was really cool. And we did really well for joining two businesses together and starting something brand new. So I know that that sounds like a lot, but I think, I think the point I'm trying to make here, Gene, is what you said, is that you have to like look at things and give yourself a pat on the back and really look at things objectively. 
um, sometimes you have to step back and say, wow, what did I accomplish out of this? Even if it was a cluster, right? What, what came out of that? And, and if it wasn't even anything great in terms of, you know, finances or whatever, can you look at the silver lining? Did you learn a really valuable lesson that will help you in your next project? So yeah, I think yeah. it's so true because when we're working on all of these things and all of our goals, like we're kind of in the weeds and it's hard to see the forest from the trees and it's challenging, you know, we're, we're, we're grinding every day, but, and so, but when we did, when we do accomplish it, it's kind of like, Oh, great. Like we did, you know, we did launch it or we did do that. And so it's so, I think critical. I actually have a sheet that I have a Google doc where I have all of my accomplishments for the last like three years. Because wow. I can go back and I can be like, oh, so for example, like in, in 2019, like I, I, um, I launched one of my, well, I launched my signature course, something that I've been working towards for a very long time. I, I received several awards. Um, I got Gary Vaynerchuk on my podcast. So like things that I like were really like really cool. And I really thought like, hey, this is awesome. Like I really should put this on my accomplishments list because I don't want to forget about the fact that I did actually get this. Yeah. So um, so that's, a, that's the first step I would say in strategic planning when you're look is to look back at what you did in the previous year or the previous quarter. Um, this podcast is brought to you by the digital marketing method, monthly group coaching program, your methodology for growing your business and your social media following. Join me and my group of supportive entrepreneurs and learn how you can grow your business and your social media following where we cover topics such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email marketing, and so much more. Go to dmgroup.online, dmgroup.online. Um, and in my, and just for just a kind of brief story about my experience. So I started strategic planning a couple of years ago. Before that, I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like I have some goals. <laughs> but I never really put anything on paper and I never really wrote anything down. And so a couple of years ago, I was like, you know, I need to grow up and this is going to be like, if I'm going to have this to be a real business, then it needs to be a real business with like real goals. And, um, and I need to look at my goals every week and I need to be working towards them. So I started um, doing strategic planning then, and I break out my goals um, in a number of different ways. So I break them out by quarter year, three years, and 10 years. And I know that a lot of times I get, um, I get pushback and I do this actually with all of my clients that I onboard. So I, I do the strategic planning worksheet with them. And I, when we look at the 10 year goal and I get, I get a lot of pushback when it comes to the 10 years. And I'll tell you why, because everybody's like, well, I don't know what I want to do in 10 years. And I don't, and I don't, you know, and there's like a lot of doubt but really it's not about like, oh, am I going to accomplish this in 10 years? It, you know, specifically, it's, it's just more about like, what is it? What is the big picture? What is the big right. mission? What is the big mission that you want? Like, where do you see yourself? Like, if you were to like wave a magic wand and be like, this is what I want to be in 10 years. Like, this is the mission. And that's really just, it's, it's so important because that everything from there kind of trickles down into the rest of your goals. Well, absolutely. And one of the things you said about, you know, you get pushback and stuff. I actually think it's a really good idea to explore that and not have your head in, in the sand. But I also think um, that the other thing, and, and this is definitely as a woman, I think that we need to give ourselves permission to be okay with the fact that life happens, things change and it's okay. Even if you set goals, 
yes, you, we, we need to absolutely work at our goals. We need to not let our emotions run our goals. But at the same time, I think it's okay if you say, hey, you know what? I feel like this isn't, um, this particular goal, I may need to tweak this goal, right? I may need to adjust this goal because it, it may not be in alignment with where I'm going anymore. You know, like I think it's okay for us as we set goals to give ourselves permission to really tune in to see if that goal is still the thing that makes us tick and that we want to accomplish, right? So I think there, and I want to bring that up because I don't, uh, the, I see this all the time. I don't want you as a woman to beat yourself up if you've, you don't quite accomplish that goal or you accomplish that goal, but it was at, at a big sacrifice in your mind and your personal life. So I think it's okay to give yourself a, a pass if you feel like um, you may want to tweak that goal a little bit, right? And that's okay. So I just wanted to share that, Jane. What are your thoughts on that? I, I mean, I think that, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, I think like we need to be strategic about our goals. Yes. So, like, yes. If that goal is no longer part of your mission. It's no longer part of what you want to accomplish. It's totally fine to remove that goal from your, um, you know, from your strategic planning in general. So, so I think, yes, and, and you might have to tweak it if you need to, but at the same time, it, it has to align with everything. For, yes. Do the 10 year plannings because does this goal align with what you want, where you see yourself in 10 years? Exactly. I love that. I love that. It's almost like Jean, the whole alignment and being in flow and stuff is super important. And it's not for me, one of the things, and this has been a hard lesson I've learned after being in business for so many years is it's not about just setting a goal for setting a goal's sake. It's about setting a goal that you're in alignment with. And it's okay if things in life change and you need to adjust your goal or remove the goal and replace it with something else that's in alignment. Um, but what I've also learned on the flip side too with that gene is not to let my emotions run my business so that I'm constantly changing my goals because then you don't get anywhere. And I see that a lot as well out in the market space too, is that um, as a woman, sometimes we have a tendency to let emotions run everything. And then we, um, change our goals all the time and then stuff doesn't happen. And then you beat yourself up. So you really have to like, um, you know, be aware of those things and be conscious. And I think that's really important. And that's why we have this community. That's why we have this podcast because we want to talk about these things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I think that emotions probably should not be running your business goals. Exactly. Because, like, again, it has to be in alignment with what it is that you want to accomplish. And, um, and it has to be consistent, right? Like, it's, it can't be just like, oh, today I'm going to set a goal, and then tomorrow I'm going to change it. And then a day later, I'm going to have another goal. Like, they have to be large goals that you want to accomplish. And they have to be, you know, consistent and in alignment and in flow. So, uh, so I don't know, would you, can you give an example of what you mean by like, um, changing your goals or tweaking? Your oh, goals? absolutely. Like, so for example, um, if you set a goal to like, let's just say this, you set a goal that you, um, are going to build a Facebook group community because right now Facebook loves groups and they reward you because they'll advertise your group on, you know, as a suggested group for people to join. So it's great. And I've even heard Facebook groups like advertise on Pandora. I mean, it's crazy. Um, so you set that and you say, okay, well, I'm going to post in my group every day. And here's what happens. That's your goal. And that's your goal for the next six months. 
And then pretty soon you're not posting in your group every day because, oh, well, you know, my mom is having a problem and I had to talk to her on the phone for an hour. So I didn't have time. And then the next day, well, my kid got sick, so I didn't have time to go in and post. Well, you know, then this thing came up. There's always an excuse. And so pretty soon, well, I guess this just isn't a good thing for me. So I guess I'm just not going to do the Facebook group anymore. Maybe I'll try Pinterest. But, but, is that, but is that still in alignment with what you want to accomplish, though? Because if it still is, you just need to go back and start and rework and you start posting in your group. Um, well, that still has to be, if it's, a, if it's in alignment with what your goal is, which is, you know, whatever your goal might be, maybe it's to create a community of whatever group or whatever but if that's still in alignment then it's just a matter of going back at it again and saying okay i'm actually going to continuously post in my group right exactly or looking at the pattern if this is something where this kind of stuff happens all the time right for example looking at your own internal pattern right if if you set really cool goals and and it's in alignment but it just doesn't happen for you and you have different reasons why and Yes, of course. That's why there are, there's valid reasons things come up. I get that. That's why I have the four hours in my schedule every week where when things come up, I can fit them in. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that you really have to look at, do you have a pattern? Do you have a pattern of setting goals and then they're not achieved because you let life get in the way? That's what I'm saying, Jane, about things always happening and goal switching. Um, and you think, you may may say oh well this thing just doesn't work for me when in reality it's not the thing it's you because you you struggle with um setting goals and that's why it's super important to do strategic planning and which brings to me why you need support of other women that are in digital marketing that can help you if you struggle in this area um, and be supportive of you and give you t um, strategies or talk to you about it, it could be something else deeper like a pattern that you might have to to share with someone and get some support on that. And that's why we have this group because I know I've seen this and I've been victim of this myself. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if, yeah, if you're listening to this, please join our group. It's the women entrepreneurs in digital marketing. If you just go to Facebook and search for that, we would love to have you as part of our group because we do talk about these things like strategic planning. And I mean, we talk about everything related to digital marketing and social media. So, um, and we offer great, everybody offers great support in the group. So Yep. So if you want to join us, we would love to have you. Um, anything else you want to add before we wrap up, Angela? Nope. I love this. I think it's great. I love how we're just down to earth and we're sharing what's real. Thank yep, you absolutely. so much, everyone, for listening. Yep. Thank you.